Hello, family. This is Pastor John just reading the Word. Father, I want to say thank you for your Word. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving it life to us that we might understand it and learn from it and walk out. And I love you, Lord, and I thank you for your Word in Jesus' name. Amen. Today we're in Acts chapter 15. Part of reading the word and understanding it and applying it takes more than just a cursory read. But, and I will give you an example. We are in Acts chapter 16. Yesterday in Acts chapter 15, it started off with Paul and Barnabas having um, a disagreement over the requirement to be circumcised. And uh, the church wrote a letter to the church, to the believers, that it was not a requirement. Acts chapter 16. Paul went first to Derbe and then to Lystra, where there was a young disciple named Timothy. His mother was a Jewish believer, but his father was a Greek. Timothy was well thought of by the believers in Lystra and Iconium. So Paul wanted him to join them on their journey, the second missionary trip. In deference to the Jews of the area, he arranged for Timothy to be circumcised before they left, for everyone knew that his father was a Greek. So after the harsh disagreement and resolution in chapter 15, we open chapter 16 with Paul having Timothy circumcised out of respect for the Jews, in deference to the Jews. I just find it interesting. Then they went from town to town instructing the believers to follow the decisions made by the apostles and the elders in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in their faith and grew larger every day. Next, Paul and Silas traveled through the area of Phrygia and Galatia because the Holy Spirit had prevented them from preaching the word in the province of Asia at that time. Then, coming to the border of Mysia, they headed north for the province of Bethania. But again, the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to go there. So instead, they went on through Mysia to the seaport of Troas. That night, Paul had a vision. A man from Macedonia in northern Greece was standing there pleading with him, come over to Macedonia and help us. So we decided to leave for Macedonia at once, having concluded what God was calling us to preach the good news there. We boarded a boat at Troas and sailed straight across to the island of Samothrace. And the next day we headed to Neapolis. To Neapolis. From there we reached Philippi, a major city of that district of Macedonia, and a Roman colony. And we stayed there several days. Now we've already heard uh, Timothy, uh, a name of two books in the Bible that Paul wrote. We've heard of the, of the name of, of uh, Galatia, and now we're at Philippi, all which received letters from Paul. 
uh, while he was in prison, prison epistles. Acts 16, 13. On the Sabbath, we went a little way outside the city to a river bank where we thought people would be uh, meeting for prayer, and we sat down to speak with some women who had gathered there. One of them was Lydia from, from uh, Thyatira, a merchant of expensive purple cloth who worshipped God. As she listened to us, the Lord opened her heart and she accepted what Paul was saying. She was baptized along with other members of her household, and she asked us to be her guests. If you agree that I am a true believer in the Lord, come and stay at my home. And she urged us until we agreed. One day as we were going down to the place of prayer, we met a demon-possessed slave girl. She was a fortune teller, who earned a lot of money for her masters. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are the servants of the Most High God, and they have come to tell you how to be saved. And this went on day after day until Paul got so exasperated that he turned and he said to the demon within her, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And instantly it left her. Her master's hopes of wealth were now shattered, so they grabbed Paul and Silas, dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace. The whole city is in an uproar because of these Jews, they shouted. They are teaching Roman customs that are illegal for us Romans. They are teaching us customs that are illegal for us Romans to practice. A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas and the Assyria and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So the jailer put them in the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in the stocks. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Wow! They'd been beat, dragged into prison, into the inner dungeon, and shackled. And they are found singing hymns and praising God. Folks, we got a lesson there. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted, Stop! Don't kill yourself! We are all here! Then the jailer called for lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, along with everyone in your household. And they shared the word of the Lord with him and with all who lived in, the, in his household. Even at that hour of night, the jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. Then he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. They brought them into his house and set a meal before them. And he and his entire household rejoiced because they all believed in God.
praise the Lord. Verse 35, the next morning, the city officials sent the police to tell the jailer, let those men go. So the jailer told Paul, the city officials have said, you and Silas are free to go. Go in peace. But Paul replied, they have publicly beaten us without a trial and put us in prison, and we are Roman citizens. So now they want us to leave secretly? Certainly not. Let them come themselves to release us. And when the police reported this, the city officials were alarmed to learn that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens. So they came to the jail and apologized to them. Then they brought them out and begged them to leave the city. When Paul and Silas left the prison, they returned to the home of Lydia. There they met with the believers and encouraged them once more. Then they left town. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Father, for your word. What great history. What great stories. What great understanding of the signs of those times. I pray that our eyes and hearts will be opened, that our ears will hear, and we will make application. I love you, Lord, and I thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen.